this is the way. <laughs> Welcome to episode 28 of the Holocron Chronicles podcast. My name is Mark. Surprise, I'm actually not the Mandalorian. Oh, what? Oh, and... again, up is down. <laughs> Blue is gold. Sideways is upways. I don't, I don't know. I don't, nothing makes sense anymore. For, for anyone listening and not watching the video, I have a, a new Mandalorian helmet that I was wearing for the intro. But I took that off because it's it's quite warm. It's 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 a hefty helmet. It's the the Black Series uh, Hasbro Black Series Mando helmet. It's uh, but it, it's fun. I like wearing it around the house. It's uh, it's great. <laughs> around the house. Uh, but my my name's Mark, aka the Canardian. I'm joined, as always, by my trusty co-pilot Charlie Carden. Charlie, how you doing tonight? Purple rain. I'm here in a scenic uh, aloft hotel in Metro Cleveland, Ohio, for work. So uh, right. yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Um, but as, as I did frequently, uh, last fall, uh, I'm still jumping into recording the show because this is, you know, this is my passion. This is where I'm at. Wherever I am, I'm here for our listeners and viewers. Perfect. Perfect. We, we appreciate uh, the effort. I know as someone who traveled around for a job for several years, I know how unpredictable, uh, hotel internet can be, and it has gotten mm-hmm. better. Uh, over the last few years, but uh, I know it's it's tough. So I very much appreciate you making this work and traveling for work can get hectic, and you're trying to oh, yeah. figure out new places and and uh, you know the, the work stuff's going on. So I appreciate you uh, being oh, here yeah. and sticking it up for the show. Yeah, uh, and we it. are also joined by a very special guest, first time on this show, but not her first time on the Secret Friends Network. Uh, we are joined by Scarlett, aka Scarlett underscore stream uh on twitter as you you may know her uh how you doing tonight hello there um i have been here often enough that some of you viewers probably recognize me um but i'm doing pretty good thanks for having me (laughs) all right excellent excellent uh yeah i'm I'm super happy to have you on the show uh we've done co-op mode together you've been Mm -hmm. on seeker friends unite Mm -hmm. so hopefully people are familiar Mm -hmm. um but if uh if they're not give a little introduction about yourself but Let's really dive down because this is a Star Wars show. Uh, let's dive down into your Star Wars origin story. So how'd you get into Star Wars? And you know, like I said, you can start a little bit about yourself too. Yeah. Uh, so as I've said plenty of times before on the preview shows, I'm a huge nerd of nearly everything. If you could see my bookshelves, if you could see our game shelves, like we love almost all of it. And Star Wars is 100% included in that. Every wrapping paper tube, every Christmas, even last Christmas, <laughs> became a lightsaber in my hands fun fact awesome. i would probably have a green lightsaber um there's that uh sweet me too yes yes I'd... any uh any any reasoning behind the green what's uh what's so yeah so i i know there? that like i totally love to be like an expert duelist which would be probably your more your blues and stuff but to be honest me being who i am i'm also that person who's like i snipe everybody in skyrim so i'd be like way far away so i'd be a force user <laughs> i'd be like i'd pick up rocks and i'd shoot right. them at people <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yes. rock <laughs> rock on a, rock on a hard place I, uh, that's a <laughs> That's great. That's uh, decent reasons. I think I, I like when you take a more um, thoughtful approach where, versus me, who's just like, I like green and this one looks nice. <laughs> uh, so that's that's basically my, my whole thing. Um, so how – actually, before I, I ask how you got into Star Wars, I do want to preface this by saying I have a cold. So if I sound weird or like at any point just like look like I'm dying if you're watching or just sound like – His eyes start weeping. I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm <laughs> – so I, emotional I, I'm, about I'm, solo I'm Star Wars perfectly. story. I'm so emotional. <laughs> Sadly, I'm perfectly fine aside from my sinuses, which are just like clogged permanently. It feels like forever. Uh, so I apologize for my voice. I may sound a little Kermit the Froggy, but – that being said, that out of the way, let's let's focus on the show and uh, and and focus first off about your Star Wars origin story. So, how did you get into Star Wars? Well, I think as most people my age and younger, Star Wars is just eternally part of your life. Um, you grow mm-hmm. up knowing that that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. You just you just do. <laughs> yep. So, uh. I don't know. It's just kind of always been around. Um, 
we watched, you know, the original movies and stuff on TV every once in a while. And I it wasn't really, this is going to sound terrible. I wasn't really allowed to be a nerd because it was weird for girls to be a nerd when I was a kid. So a lot of my, oh my. nerdy, a lot of my nerdiness was more uh, attended to once um, I met my husband. <laughs> so then it really just all came out. <laughs> yeah. So closet nerd until yeah, you know about it. Yeah, hundred percent closet right. nerd. <laughs> out of the closet, yes. yes. Let your freak flag um, fly. Um, as yeah, well. I'm. I'm- I'm glad you're out now. So you said you, you watched them like on TV. So your parents weren't like really into star Wars. Like you're, you, it sounds, sounds similar to me where like, I always say like when I was like super young, like star Wars was just everywhere. Like mm-hmm. even before I saw the movies, same to you, like mm-hmm. you heard like the Luke, I am your father misquoted, but like that was the, mm-hmm. just, it was just there like yes. part of like it was like abc one two three luke, luke i am, I am your, your father, father. <laughs> that that like that was it right like it was just yes. everywhere it, is that some kind of canadian pop band song right there did bnl do that at some point mark tells truth did that come out like i'm that? sure maybe yeah it's uh i'm it sure must be okay, guys. <laughs> there you go i knew it i knew it you got the jackson five singing abc one two three and then you had some canadian pop band singing uh singing luke i am your father alanis morissette uh, with was... sarah mclaughlin and bnl there you go and brian adams the elder <laughs> statesman yes uh you forgot bare naked ladies but i'll forgive you on that one i, I said um, bnl i said bnl Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I missed. I missed that's that one. Okay. Sorry. Uh, that's that's on me, and uh, I'm, I'll lay my cold. But I also Ouch. just yeah. You're 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 can, you're, the, can, the you're Canadian. There. You're Canadian. This now drawn into question. That's the yeah. That's how it happens. Uh, so that's how. So you said sorry. You said your uh, your your parents weren't really like into the the movie. It was just kind of there, right? It was just mostly that it was there. Uh, my parents watch a lot of like TV shows. Uh, so I, I kind of just snuck around and watched nerd stuff and anime and all that stuff when I was supposed to be asleep, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was, uh, yeah, watch the, the cartoons that you're not supposed to when you're pretending to be asleep or play the, the Game Boy with the, the snake light, <laughs> if you're anything like me, like under the covers uh, and yeah, like no, flick it, it off. It was usually, when, uh, usually when you hear the yeah, steps the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Very, very similar. Um, so let's, what, when did you really start to get into Star Wars? You said maybe when you met your husband, did you start kind of like, was that, do you have, do you guys have like an annual watch or like, did he kind of make you sit down and be like, you can't watch them on TV. Like you have to watch, you know, in this order and that thing. Or did you sit him down and say like, I want to do this. Like what's. No. So my husband is fantastic and he is like totally like, in the loop of everything and I've luckily become more in the loop of things um but he introduced me to the Clone Wars and then you know Rebels came out later on and then there was um uh Star Wars Resistance and all that good stuff um so he just kind of was like here's all the things that you've missed and I ate it up I was like this is fantastic (laughs) like and he's introduced me to like a ton of things like totally i was like no way like why would i ever watch star trek and i guarantee you i almost quit on the first episode of next generation i almost quit what oh boy you have to admit he was a total nut job to meet in the first episode but we're talking about star wars here um i don't know we we are because of me Star Trek always ends up coming up, but I I, I have a, a does, whole show dedicated to it, so I can't. The just the you know chocolate peanut butter. I let it be. I'm surprised the the first time Star Trek came up on this episode that wasn't brought up by Charlie. I think that was uh, <laughs> that's an impressive drop. You you beat Charlie to the punch. So you you asked though like do we have like a yearly thing or whatever? And he does not. He he retains everything. Um, I do not. So I rewatch things like twice a year, like everything. I watch Next Generation at least once a year, Deep Space Nine, and so I rewatch Clone Wars. It's usually on in the background or something. Um, and then Rebels. I adore Rebels. I love that one so much. Um, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I find Rebels 
turns some people off because of the art style. You get the skinny little toothpick lightsabers yes. and a lot and of it's the- based on the original concept yes. artwork, which is fantastic when you know that. But when you're coming off of Clone Wars and you see this thing. And, and their like, hair is kind of well, like weird. <laughs> yeah. It's, why are some of these choices being made? And, and you kind of have to dig or at least know why some of those things exist and like you know a lot of these characters are based off the original design sketches for like chewbacca and this mm-hmm. and like that you know like it's it's that kind of stuff that like as a as a casual viewer you might not know and you might not appreciate and you might look at it and be like i just can't i can't put up with it but it when, when you know it's like this is so good but uh it's still jarring the first time like if i go and rewatch rebels it's like Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's it's such a weird choice, but mm-hmm. I, I still love it for that. Uh, so we've talked about TV shows, but I want to know your favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> so I'm terrible. I don't have a favorite movie. Um, All right. I and for me, when it comes to things that are Star Wars, it's everything's just kind of the same level for me. Uh I have things that I like slightly less and I have things that I like slightly more, but I wouldn't say I necessarily have a favorite amongst them all. Um, It's really the TV shows that I like to get into because they can tell a much longer, more in-depth story, which leads into favorite character. Obi-Wan, obviously. Um, Yeah. His development. Obviously. Yes, obviously. Obviously. Uh, His development in the Clone Wars was absolute perfection. Like his... His dad jokes, yeah. his loving, caring personality, though, but he was just a really good Jedi, too. And then learning his relationships with all these other characters, I was just like, this is perfection. And Obi-Wan, I love you. <laughs> I yeah. in, in all of my college yeah. classes, I always start off with, hello there, signed Obi-Wan. And everybody's like, ah! <laughs> That's why I start the show the way I do. Aside from today, like usually it's, uh, we've done 27 episodes and it's always, hello there. Uh, that is the a hundred percent my, my you tribute gotta, to you, that you, character. You, you gotta have that hook. I it's almost a took hook. The camera, yeah, I almost took the camera to go it. like this. Hello there. But then that yeah. seems like too much. <laughs> I should start doing that. I'll just hide and pop. Just up have like a, oh like a black, black piece of paper that slides down. Hello there. i could Mm. i could do some effects or something in my video program that's uh i I think that'll work yes Uh, we'll we'll get something going there um so with picking obi-wan the answer to this next question might be evident but i'm gonna ask it anyway Mm. if you had some force powers light side or dark side which way would you lean so as a child, I would have said the dark side because we have cookies coming back to that in a second. Um, but I would say I would mostly be the light side, uh, but maybe more like the Bendu. I don't believe that there's really only right. light or only dark in each individual. Mm-hmm. I do believe that for the most part, people are good. Um, so, you know, the light side. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently I should belong to the dark side because they have cookies and I make really great chocolate chip cookies. So it's a toss up. <laughs> I'm sure the light side can have some fun snacks as well. And <laughs> you know what? If you're looking at Anakin, dark side cookies are a little bit burnt. So, <laughs> man, uh, that was good. That was so good. What about no that? Ca- what about crispy chocolate cake? What about that lava cake where uh, where you know Lego Obi Wan <laughs> has the high ground? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, Mark, Charlie, bring me a lava cake cake joke. That was amazing. Like, I mean, come on. Pause. Just let. Just pause for two seconds. Let the listeners recover (laughs) because lava cake after a burnt Anakin joke was freaking perfection. I now know the cake I'm making for my husband's birthday next year. All, all comedy is timing. Everybody knows that. But uh, I love that. I love in, that. A, in an effort to keep us rolling, uh, I will, uh, Mark. I'm going to jump you into the news here because I okay. you, you, have, you have a couple of things here. Uh, I don't know anything about this first one, and and I know it's game news, and I know that I'm yep. going to have to rein you in. But I, I, you, you kind of got my curiosity about this one because I don't know anything about. There's some kind of some kind of toxic uh, pushback going on on Twitter. 
for something yeah. uh, Star Wars game related. So educate me. Well, the, 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 yeah. So the, the pushback, I just want to make it clear. Uh, you said toxic pushback. The, the pushback is not toxic. The oh, okay. pushback is, is, is uh, because of some toxic behavior. So oh, okay. uh, we, we did already cover this on, on uh, co-op mode. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to the last episode. We covered it a little bit there, but I'm going to summarize it here again because you know this is the Star Wars show. So we got to talk about this. Uh, so there's a new game yeah. just recently announced called Star Wars Eclipse. And the trailer looked badass. Just great. Charlie, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen the trailer, go oh, watch yeah, it. No. it. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, come on really now. cool. Very cinematic. You know, I, I got uh, that. It, you know what? It's all set up for me to watch I, the, the, the cutscene someday. Perfect. All set up. So watching that, it was it was like really cool. Really, like it, it, as you started to figure out like this is Star Wars. Oh, my goodness. Like what is this? It doesn't look like Fallen Order 2. It looks like they're going to the High Republic. This is so cool. And then Quantic Dream came up as the developer. Mm-hmm. Uh before this, I knew there was some trouble with Quantic Dream, but I didn't really dive too deep into it. So it was only after looking at Twitter and, and reading some stuff. And uh, luckily, our friends from Pink Milk, uh, Brian and, and the, the crew over there, uh, yeah. really explained it to me uh, very well. And they've been really driving this uh, Blackout Star Wars Eclipse hashtag on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. I, I see this now looking through this article. Oh, my God. That's that's it. Yeah. So uh, some of the stuff, uh, David Cage, the founder and uh, director of Quantic Dream, um, made made some he's he's made a ton of very rude and crude comments. Allegedly, Uh, I tend to in these kind of cases, you, you know, kind of believe the people who are saying this when there's so much kind of said about someone. Uh, Now, they have brought it to court. There's been. Uh, like libel cases and and different things come out. Like he's saying, like, I didn't say this. It's, it's very much, you know, he said, she said, or he said, he said, or all that kind of stuff. But um, the, the, the actions and the, the, even just uh, the other uh, CEO and founder of the company, I uh, can't remember. Guillaume. Guillaume, maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, he said something like, uh, if I'm not under oath, can I still lie in court or something like, like to, oh, to that effect? I don't want to do the that's, that's exact the quote. Um, forgive my language here for a second, but some of the David Cage quotes uh, are things like, I don't make games for fags. Um, all the women in my games are whores. Uh, oh my God. There, there, there's been some doozies. Um, we need more... I think it was we need more tits on the floor, like meaning like there weren't enough attractive females working at the company, like that kind of like offhandedness. Um, There's been some racial stuff. There's been some transphobic and homophobic stuff. There have been a ton of things that this guy has allegedly said that really, really make me want to not play this Star Wars game. And for me – who runs a Star Wars and a video game podcast to say that I don't want to play a Star Wars video game. That, that is an extreme kind of uh, reaction, but uh, I'm, I'm here to, uh, to back up our friends and people in the community who feel like they, like this game isn't being made for them because of who they right. are, or who they love. You know, I, um, I, don't, I will, I will, I will tell you if I can interject that I yeah. absolutely. So outside of Star Wars, I am a firm believer. Not only someone who's a salesperson and has worked with small businesses that are rude to me as a salesperson, I don't do business there. Um, when I see a corporation, uh, like I, 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 a certain place that sells chicken that I won't name, that has a reputation for giving money to hate groups, I don't give them my business. And I, and I never will. So only by consumers speaking with their wallets can those who are in power who behave badly be knocked out, of, be, be driven from the public sphere. So I mm-hmm. am hearing what you were saying 1000%. That is the only way to, make, to really make that voice heard is to not give them your money. Because by giving them yep. your money, you're just allowing them to continue to do what they do. 
And it's, uh, I mean, for me, I, I'm a big proponent of Xbox Game Pass. And if if games end up there, I kind of consider them like for free. You know, it's like Netflix. Like you can watch it on Netflix mm-hmm. for free, right? Like it's, it's just a right. yearly subscription. Even if this game ends up on Game Pass, like I don't want to give them my time, let alone right. my money. So it's it's just that kind of, uh, you know, I, I just don't think uh, this this kind of behavior should be rewarded. And And the worst part about it is, that Lucas Games, Quantic Dream, everyone's being in, incredibly, definitely silent about this. Right. Like that's going to make and the controversy people, go away. You know, well, you, you exactly, can't get away right? from it. Like, even if Lucas came out and said something, anything, like yo, we we support all people, all races, genders, whatever. Um, you know, we, we we still we partnered with these guys because there are a thousand developers on the team that make great games, and we don't want to hold them responsible for what one guy allegedly said or whatever. We're looking into it. We're being careful. David Cage isn't really hands on. <sighs> something, something, anything. You know, even if they came out and said like, "Yeah, sorry, we kind of messed up, but we're far in development, so we don't want to cancel. Right. Next time we'll do better." I don't, I don't know the yeah. answer to this, but uh, the, the, the that, answer, but the answer is not nothing. Obviously, the answer it. is to just yeah. be like, you know, it's see no evil, right? Yeah, it, it can so, be like uh, that. Scarlet. As as a, another video game fan, as a Star Wars fan, as uh, a, a woman who you know should not feel uh, objectified or like like you're not worthy of playing this game that this chauvinistic jackass may uh what 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 are your thoughts on this have you been following along the 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 blackout eclipse so um first i heard of it was a couple days ago um when you brought it up in our in our messenger chat um right all i had ever known about quantic dream is the stuff that they had made before and how story heavy it was so i was pretty stoked about that um, because I love story-based games where the actions I make actually matter, not just part of what's already written. Um, so I was like, this game looks phenomenal. It sounds phenomenal. And it's made by a company that so far has been relatively well-received and made story-heavy games. So I was like, this is cool. I had no idea about any of this, um, which it's my understanding that most of this started almost four years ago, if this was, you know, two weeks later, this would be four years ago in 2018. Um, That does not detract from the fact that these things have allegedly happened. Um, And as a female gamer, um, and as a mom to to, to, two girls, like, these are horrifying things to hear. Um, Yeah. So... That has put me in an uncomfortable place, but I do also have to remind myself that Lucas, who is under Disney, has decided to put their trust in this studio. But at the same time, the CEO, the directors, they're not the people who are putting in the thousands of necessary hours to make this game. When I buy a game, I try to think about the creatives um, and maybe that comes from the fact that I've been said creative person. Um, so I can understand, you know, wanting to support them and their hard work. Though it still would, I'm also there on the same mindset of, I don't want to show these two dirt bags, you know, any yep. real estate in my head. I don't want to give them any mm-hmm. for my wallet. True. Like, so it's, it's a, it's kind of a hard thing. Like I'm actually there more with your first suggestion. If Lucas was to come out and say, they're not necessarily part of this project. Mm-hmm. If that's what they came out and said, I am golden. Right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's it, right? It's it's the silence that at this point is is just kind of making everything worse. So mm-hmm. right. uh, hopefully, yeah. take a stand. Hopefully, exactly. we'll get someone saying something soon. Um, I. Like I said, I, I hate passing up uh, the ability to play a Star Wars game. We, we haven't had an announcement officially uh, or anything shown from uh, from Fallen Order 2, although I hope that's in development. Um, 
so I need my Star Wars fix. I guess the next one I will be playing, uh, hopefully when it eventually comes out, will be Lego Star Wars. And the, uh, on, the only game that I care about is a non-gamer. Exactly. <laughs> I've been I've been replaying. I've been throwing uh, playing uh, the uh, Lego Star Wars uh, complete saga again for the fifty thousandth time in the last twenty years, and I still love it. It's super low tech. It's super lo-fi. Terrible functionality. Um, but brings back those, you know, nice memories of my adult son and how he and I used to play it together. So yeah, it's good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, so we, we will keep you posted, uh, but also follow, uh, we, we, I, I will openly admit I am, I am not the expert on this. I'm not the best person to follow, although I'm trying to follow along. I'm trying to be supportive of, uh, of all our friends here. Uh, but, uh, but the, the, the pink milk crew for sure is, is who I'm taking my, uh, my, my directions from basically for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where I'm getting my information. Uh, and they, they've been laying it out really well. So, uh, so kudos to them and, uh, go give them a follow. Brian's been on the show, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we just want to support our friends. So there we go. Um, the, the only other bit of news and it's not really news, I guess, but, uh, one week, from when this episode so check. This woo, woo. Oh yeah. We got the book of Boba Fett. Okay, quickly, where are our hype levels at? Scarlett, let's start with you. Uh <laughs> you're gonna hate me. <laughs> I'm that Never. middle I'm that middle person. I want it, but I don't want it. Because I love Boba's mystery and I love right. him just being kind of that, you know, that it, sneaky and it, if if Star Wars is about anything, it's about stripping away the mystery. Anakin, I know. Boba Fett, I know. Uh, the Emperor. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Star Wars is, is someone. A, they're all about. They're they're all about coulda not shoulda. <laughs> shoulda so, not coulda. Someone yeah. said that for, for this uh, huh? this episode. Sorry, keep going. So I want it because I think it's cool. We've got um, however his name is pronounced. Uh, to Temuera. Uh, Morrison. Uh, Tamir, Tamira Morrison. Yeah, yeah, so he was yes. the original Django Fett, so I think it's really cool that because mm-hmm. they're all clones, he can come back and be Boba, and it still perfectly works. Right. So I right, love right, that, right. He's, yes. that he's back. I think that's fantastic. He's been doing phenomenal in The Mandalorian. I'm, mm-hmm. I am excited to see what kind of happened to the Hut Empire, because I mm-hmm. think that'll be really fun to see that bit of story, but I don't like I don't want a whole lot more of like Boba's story. I just want to see him do stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and you're right. You will have the in there of like, well, this is what happened with blah blah blah, this or that. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, be, it would be nice to just see things move forward as it be like them. You know, inevitably, inevitably, with any of these Disney Plus shows or really any streaming show, one solid episode is all flashback. Like, yeah. well, you know, we're taking a break from this really shocking thing happened at the end of episode five, but instead of jumping right back into it in episode six, here's some filler bullshit. And then in episode seven, yeah, the, we'll get back yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. The um, And there's only yeah, seven episodes. This is a lot. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Uh, oh. Um, and, but, but that doesn't really stop it. We've seen this happen with... Uh, with Mythic Quest on uh, on Apple TV Plus, we've seen it happen right. with uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, there are the, the, the there's this kind of precedent lately in these streaming shows to like to have this weird like spinoff trippy episode that doesn't have anything to do with right. anything, and then right. they, they get back to the action. Okay, so but I, like it I when hope they that's all not start the case. Doing Dungeons and Dragons, though, I'm okay with a filler episode if they're all playing Dungeons and Dragons because <laughs> it's been happening. As we're talking well, about the like, quiet, dark death. <laughs> Well, uh, well, sh- of, of well, sure. Time. Why not? Oh my goodness! <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. In our next episode, Mark, we'll jump in and we'll be able to cover the first two episodes of the Book of Boba. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah and of course, we'll be you and I will both be active on Twitter and and Facebook, kind of giving our two cents in the time in between. So, uh, yeah. so regardless, dear listener slash viewer, stick with us, and we will bring you all the all the dope on the boba uh that we can bring you um so, so Charlie, anyway Charlie, where's your hype level at you are you up a little bit higher i'm like probably like an 8.73 i'm gonna say because <laughs> you know 
I enjoy I enjoy the exactness of I do that really just to just to piss off Hoxtra because that's he just anytime he's like, well, rate something and I'll make it fractional. And he'll just he'll just, his little bald head will shake. He doesn't like it. So. God. So, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm 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 excited. But, yeah, I have the I do share somewhat of the sentiment of kind of the, you know, same old, same old and, and not always wanting to see how the sausage is made, just wanting to move forward and have new stories. So but really his presence in 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 mando in season two in just those last couple of episodes which i you know mark and i were talking i rewatched we did a full rewatch of the mando again and it's like let's go back and watch it again i just i love it so much it's It's so so good really super perfect um that i i really do want more of the same um but the fear is is that it turns into like the simpsons spinoff showcase if you remember that old episode of the simpsons if you're a follower where they they gave spinoffs to grandpa simpson and uh chief wiggum and mo the bartender and they were just all horrible uh so you're really hoping that it doesn't turn out to be like and we gave boba his own thing and it's just it's dreadful so let's hope not so if yeah, i can go that's, off of that that's, real quick i'm sorry yeah <laughs> if i can go off that's of that okay. real quick um that's my fear because when it, they create these new side stories, they're often stories of how does this character fit into everything else that's going on? But what I want is how does this character shape their own story? So mm, I worry that yes, it's just going to be, where was Boba in the background of all of these things? I don't want to see uh, that. I've already yeah. seen all that, of those things happen. That I it's going to be very, Boba very... Yeah. Yeah. Very Forrest Gump. Here's, you know, here's Forrest Gump meeting, you know, Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> here's Forrest Gump uh, telling yeah. JFK he's got to pee. You know, you don't want to see that. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we, we, we know he already met Bib Fortuna. So uh, we'll see yeah, who right. else he meets, I guess. Right. Uh, and that's, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys on that one. Like, my hype level is pretty high. I wore a Mandalorian helmet to introduce this episode. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm really hoping that they do, as you guys said, like, push the story forward like if we get some things it's like you know well here's how i got out of the salak pit and it's like two seconds and then he's like okay let's go kill some it's not like nope it's two episodes yeah you know here's two episodes of being digested i adore super like i geek out over boba like constantly like we went to star wars night and a mariners game baseball and uh, there is, it was tons of people there who were like professional cosplayers, and there was this legit Boba Fett, and I was like, oh my gosh, can I take a picture? I was like, full hundred percent, thousand percent geek level. I was like, this is fantastic. Like, I'm here for you oh, and yeah. none of the other stuff. <laughs> it's just don't even care. Just Boba, bo- bo- Boba me gently, bo- Boba me slowly, as it were, <laughs> kill me softly. <laughs> That's come on. That was an old AM gold. Rock yeah. me gently, rock yeah. me slowly. No, I know nobody gets you're nobody a, gets my you're on a nobody, roll today. I'm loving nobody. It. I'm loving nobody it. gets my music references. I know. I know. I'm on a. No, we we get them. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. Let's well, let's, yes, let's leave Boba behind. Bye, Boba. And bye, Felicia. And move on. That's <laughs> move on to. The the meat of this episode. Solo, a Star Wars story. This or as this it was movie. called time and again by our friends of the Weekly Planet, Solo, a Han Solo solo movie. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so this this movie I guess you could count Rogue One in, in these Star Wars stories, but this one kind of kicked off like a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, there were supposed to be other movies, other things with a Star Wars story, like Yoda, a Star Wars story, Boba Fett, a Star Wars story. Now that's going to turn into a TV show. Right. Uh, we, we don't really have any other a Star Wars story kind of thing. So this this started and ended that <laughs> series well, of films. Ro- Ro- Rogue One actually came out first, but chronologically. Yes, no, I, yes this, is, yeah. this one is because this takes place if I'm doing right. my if I'm doing my prequel math. Uh, this is, I think, between seven and thirteen years before a new hope. Wait, no, between seven and thirteen years between a new hope. So if you do the math, because yes. you know there's a framing sequence with Han as he well, no, I, you know what? I just did my math wrong. Because uh, there's three years between the first part and the second part of the movie. So at any rate, let's right. just call it 
right around between it's 8 and 10 than years. Rogue One, yeah. It's early, yeah, because yeah, Rogue uh, One is is an hour, literally one hour before the events of A New Hope when it ends. It's yeah, that's been chronicled. If you listen to the a new the uh, from a certain point of view from A New Hope, it's that's the first right. story. But anyway, so so this one's a, a bit different than uh, for for the most part so far we've done just the prequels in this rewatch project that we've been doing. So this is the first one that kind of breaks out of a, a trilogy of films. It's the first one uh, of, of the modern, really, really modern movies that we've, mm-hmm. uh, that we've covered. So uh, I'm curious, let's start off with this one, Charlie, where does this fit in to your star Wars rankings? That is really difficult. Because um, this is the only film that is truly apart, content-wise, from the other 10 films. The other 10 films, 11 films, whatever it is. Because the Skywalker Saga is nine films. And Rogue One is kind of like a, it's kind of like a plate of chicken wings before uh, episode four. It's, it's an appetizer. Because really, it's the, if you look at Rogue One into episode four... It's two parts of the same story, but you look at you, you look at you know Han Solo a solo Han Solo movie, and <laughs> it just I think you and I were talking about this earlier. It just doesn't it just doesn't fit. It doesn't have a fit. It, it's it's instead of being that plate of chicken wings, it might as well be the creme brulee that you have after dinner because it's it's fluff. You know, it just it doesn't right. have plot threads that really connect in a way or or the connections and i'll talk about this a little bit later when we talk about darth maul seem super forced and out of place hmm. but there are parts of this that i absolutely love so i don't really have an answer to your question so it's to quote, to, to, to quote homer simpson so to answer your question i don't know right <laughs> it, it is tough uh it's um scarlet i, I want to see where where you land on this one first before i give my kind of two cents so what uh, where, where does this rank for you? To preface, I'm the person who really enjoys the movie Independence Day. So Me take too. everything I say with a grain of salt because I enjoy I love it. really dorky movies like that. Welcome to Earth. Yes, it's so good. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't really like ranking things, but I actually have to say this is probably like I said before. I kind of everything's just kind of there. Some I like a little less. Some I like a little more. This, this is one that I actually like. Yeah a little bit more. I enjoy this movie and I think I enjoy it more every time I watch it. There's great humor, really amazing graphics. I think the story is something that people can actually kind of connect with somebody who's coming from nothing to, you know, being part of something that's actually important. And there's really mm-hmm. great acting. Um mm-hmm. Alden, whatever his last name is, but he Aaron, is Aaron 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 Reich, I think. Right. Aaron Reich. Sounds yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. He is a fantastic young Harrison Ford. So yeah. I think he handled the way that Harrison Ford created Solo. I think he handled all of those mannerisms really well. So I think based on that and everything else that I enjoy in the movie, it's actually one of those kind of higher movies. I would watch mm-hmm. this, you know, like I, I, yeah, <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I agree. I, I, I've had it on in the background numerous times, you know, during a work from home day where I'm like, well, I'm just going to have Star Wars on while I'm doing email or blah, blah, blah. And so mm-hmm. I've listened to it more than I've watched it. So I would I would have to agree with with kind of your, you know, thinking of it more of kind of a radio drama than anything else, because I, I hear it more than I see it. But when I look up, I'm like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. But yeah, no, totally. OK. <laughs> yeah. This is probably my my least watched Star Wars film mm-hmm. uh, because I, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, I, I heard so much weird stuff about it. Uh, and we did get Todd commented on our discord channel when I asked some questions of what everyone thought about this one. And uh, he said he, he wished we got the Lord and Miller version rather than Ron Howard's kind of mashup with reshoots and this and that, and whatever I uh, said, Ron Howard is a fine filmmaker, but doesn't have a flair for the fantastic. So it came off pretty flat for me which I don't know if you guys agree with. And I, I don't agree with that. Well, exactly. I will, um, I will hardly remind you that Todd Axtra is not a star Wars fan. He, right. he likes, to, he likes to talk like he is, but on the balance, he's not much of a fan. So I'll go on record uh, as saying that. 
he also said uh, he wished they didn't focus on covering all of Han's greatest hits. So Charlie, I think yes. that's kind of touching on what you like. It's not. And, and I, and I'm, I'm echoing, I do echo his sentiment in that because there was a lot of box checking in this, like, look, here's the gold dice. Here's how he met Lando. Yeah. Here's how he got the right. ship. The most important part. Here's how they met Chewbacca. So it's a lot of like, yeah, it's a lot of like it's Billy Joel's greatest hits, discs one and two, which I won't put down because it's one of the greatest things you could ever own. I mean, scenes from Italian restaurant, right. only the good die young, uh, an innocent man. It's all great stuff. But you're right, it all, it's all a little convenient to have it all in one little one little box set. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to it, real real life doesn't work like that because you have one moment here and three years later you have another and six months after that something else you, happens. If you really want to be critical, this movie is a two and a two and a half hour over explanation of a mistake they made with the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs thing, saying it's like you know because it's a parsec right. is, is a measurement, it's a distance rather right. than time. So he made the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs, never made sense in the first uh, you know the episode four, and right. this explains it that like yeah, no one else can do it that short because you have to go through the path and it's this is long like two and a half hour convoluted explanation for something that didn't really need to be explained but it's, it, and it doesn't and it. it doesn't matter at all but yes the, you're right that's no. the thing about it i still come back around really enjoying it because yeah. even though it wasn't super relevant i hate to say that it wasn't really relevant to anything else going on in star wars in the era before the mandalorian where everything is great this was like uh, we get a st- this was Disney's first attempt to have Star Wars coming out on a schedule where before, you know, we had the original trilogy were, you know, three years apart. Then we jumped forward, you know, almost 20 years to get over 20 years, really, to get episode or to get episode. Mm-hmm. Am I doing my math right? Almost 20 years to get episode one. And those were three years apart. And then we had this this big gap. And then we finally ended up, uh, and then Disney made their acquisition, we, and then we finally ended up with this. So this was at the point that Disney said, let's rush forward and do movies all the time. Well, it was the failure of this, meaning it didn't really perform to, it's a billion dollar box office, whatever it is, that really kind of nudged us into the golden age of, of Disney Plus uh, television programs for Star Wars, of which 2022 is going to give us, you know... The ramp up of the production, we're going to get Andor and we're going to get Obi-Wan and we're going to see another season of uh, of the Bad Batch. And so 2022 is really going to be a great era of Star Wars on television because Star Wars in the movies is kind of dead right now. There, There is nothing. Right. There is right. nothing. So Star Wars has Star Wars has left the theater. Um, and this yeah. was with the exception of the Force of excuse me, the Rise of Skywalker, which ended the Skywalker saga. This was their last kind of quasi original outing and was it a success or, or was it a failure? There's, there's, there's no, again, there's no easy answers with this movie. I just can't find a lot of, a lot of answers to questions about it. Right. Uh, Scarlett, similar to the, like what you said, like, I just like this movie for it being a fun action movie. Like it's just like, it's a popcorn, like not everything as much as this, ties into other things and it is like Han's greatest hits and whatever. Like I also find it's just, it's just kind of fun. Like it's just just fun and dumb and it doesn't need to tie into anything. And it's, but it also like rewatching it just before this, I noticed there's a lot of stuff like even a black spire, uh, name drop, like black spire outpost, which is the the Mm -hmm. place in Disney world. Uh, Mm -hmm. so there was that kind of like little thing. Um, but like there's there's a whole lot of stuff and, and I loved seeing the empire as a way out for people. Mm-hmm. I find that very interesting. Mm-hmm. That was that, very like, very much so. And that's how they built is, the empire because yeah, a good way for people to you know escape get their, out of a bad situation. What, yeah, what's going on with them, right? So it's um yeah, it's 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 a really interesting kind of uh look look that way right um yeah so what let's 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 focus i guess on on some favorite scenes specifically um scarlet what what are you what are you thinking for this you have a big smile on your face so you have something right in your mind i could tell because it makes me laugh every single time L3 freeing those little droids from their restraining bolts 
And then the little uh-huh. dudes are just going nuts. They're like walking across the consoles. They're like punching holes right. in the Damn wall. It. They're like it's it's it is it's, it's like home. It. It's it's like <laughs> it's like Home Alone, or it's the if you saw Ghostbusters Afterlight, all the little Stay Puffs that come to life in the Walmart. You know, it's it's, it's so like good. that, or it's or it's the it's, or it's the porg, the the porg in yes. the cockpit in the Last Jedi, just yes. tearing things up and eating stuff, <laughs> and yeah, exactly, just running amok. But yeah, it's like it's akin to you know like, Kevin, Kevin jumping on the bed in Home Alone, rebellion. <laughs> yeah, she she stole the show. she stole everything she was in, and that was uh, that was of course uh, uh, Phoebe Wallerbridge is the actress who has a great short series you can I think watch on Netflix called Fleabag. Mark, have you ever checked that out? I have not. That is a, no, that's but a, after that, watching that, this, I, yeah. I think I have to. Yeah, I, I she really was delightful, and I, I had that written down as my scene because I didn't think. Oh I no! Was that time. I should have known that. I should have known, but you there are some other great scenes. Notes, uh, that's yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, oh. But I, I, to be fair, I wrote mine yesterday before I looked because I, I just oh. wanted to have like my own little right. thoughts. Uh, however, there are some other great things um, as. You know what? I'm just I'm gonna skip that one too. I'm gonna go with the mall reveal for oh, me. Yes, uh, my husband and I were what going a, like what a shock. each other in the theater. That's <laughs> Charlie. You mentioned that before that you have some thoughts on mall. So let's let's. I'm gonna let you take that away. You know, it's interesting because I was talking with with John, who is a, a, a Todd Knight's other best buddy, our college roommate. Um, the mall revealed to me while it clearly has some uh, value. Um, doesn't really make a hell of a lot of sense for the character's storyline because if we see him in the Clone Wars when he gets he kind of gets pee-pee slapped around by Palpatine and his brother gets killed and then you later see him again in Rebels and he meets his Waterloo at what point does he then also run a criminal syndicate Right. It just it, it explaining some of that in the comics Maul right now, right? Maul is just multi-talented and runs multiple small businesses. So I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess He's an but let's, let's 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 walk in the feet of someone who has only ever seen the films. So someone who right. has only ever seen the films saw episode <laughs> one. Maul get cut in half. End of his story. That was in 1999. Now jump forward twenty almost twenty years. Here's Maul again he's got legs and he's talking and they're like what the hell is going on so you say so i because there's a guy that, like four seats down from us who's like who's that ah, <laughs> dude dude was he stoned dude no dude. he was some older dude. gentleman dude I, I have a friend right now who is watching all of the films in chronological order. But when, when I was asked where to put solo, I said, you could, you could put it in the trunk where it belongs. (laughs) But I I said, if if you want to watch that one in release order, it kind of makes sense because you see Mm -hmm. in, uh, in the force awakens, you see Han die and then you kind of go back and tell his whole story. And I like Mm -hmm. watching it in that order, but I cannot wait for the message of like, Wait a second. I watched him get chopped in half. Because exactly we talked my, ex- about that scene. Exactly my point. As being it's fantastic. Just, <laughs> I it just wait. it's gonna it be just, great. It, it just doesn't scale down. So um gosh. I guess that I guess it and, lands on me. Um probably my favorite scene, if if I can jump in, uh was super early on, is that they had the they had the lady uh who voiced uh, uh Lady Proxima, the big lizard woman. Uh, was was uh, she was the she was the principal at the school where Schwarzenegger was in Kindergarten Cop. I can't remember that the little short woman. Uh, it, it was voiced by her because I looked it up. Um, but okay. I love I love Han Solo the way he bullshits his way through that scene. I got a thermal thermal detonator, click click, and it's a rock. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? I just she's like, I'm not buying your bullshit here. You have a rock in your hand. That's a rock. He, yeah. And then he, then he throws it in the window and shatters it. And he did that. He does the, he does the yoink. And then, then he runs up out of there. So just, yeah, Han Solo, that to me really cements Han's, Han's role in this movie as being the super duper hustler, which you then see him do 
later on with the Harrelson and his crew in order to escape death. And then he's just kind of hustling his way through everything, which is just one of the very endemic natures of the character, which you, he then carries on to what you see him doing in The Force Awakens, where he's back on his own and he's still swindling people and hustling this and doing that. So Han Solo, you know, as always, has always been a street rat and a hustler. Um, and that was, I thought that that was pretty cool. Among the, again, you know, among all the weird mixed feelings I have about this movie um, and where it, it kind of doesn't belong, it also is kind of, it's kind of the cool kid of the pack and it doesn't need to belong because it does its own thing. So it's very tonally mm-hmm. different, but it's like, you know what? I, you know what? I'm not part of the Skywalker saga, but you know what? Don't, uh, don't bloody worry about it, mate. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, favorite characters. Scarlet, you you know what I'm going to say because <laughs> I started typing it as she isn't my favorite character, and after I typed everything out, I was like, okay, fine, she's my favorite character. <laughs> so <laughs> L3, I adore her. Her whole name though, which makes me chuckle, um, because my friends and I we totally would do this in like middle school. We'd be like, can you type in Leet L337 is the original form for Leet, which is a shorthand of the word elite meaning someone who's very good at what they do and l3 of course is very good at what she does which is navigating so i love that like they decided to name her elite because she is so good (laughs) super super geeky name i love it she has grown on me so much i adore her character well her character does make a uh return uh, in the, uh, I've mentioned a certain point of view. The the well, it's an audiobook series for me, but it's a it's a series of vignettes that take kind of takes place in between the cracks of the Empire Strikes Back. There mm-hmm. is a story about her and two other AIs that inhabit the the computer of the Millennium Falcon. So she, you do get to see her again. Mm-hmm. I did read um, up on that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. I finished it just recently. I myself cannot get over how great. Donald Glover is as Lando Calrissian. Yes, you know yeah. of the of 100%. the of the human characters uh, in this uh, movie. It's to me, it's his movie. He nailed it. He absolutely nailed yeah. it. Every, everything he does, you know, aping aping uh, from uh, obviously from Billy D. Williams. Totally amazing. Loved it. It's yeah. the arrogance we, and uh, charm, like him and Alden. They really captured the way that the original actors made these characters just the way that they move the way that they talk the way that they sit for pete's sake like they captured right. all of that again and it was fantastic right. donald is a great actor true and that. again from our discord uh famous seamus said can we all agree the best thing in this movie is donald glover's lando one of the best hell yeah higher franchise not just the movie franchise (laughs) lando was so charismatic and had great chemistry with the other cast members uh 100 all i had in my notes was the 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 top note was lando freaking calrissian yeah because he was so darn good uh just just amazing Um, i do also have to say (laughs) everything like he nailed it Uh, i do also have to say um one of the moments that, uh, I, and I think Charlie, I think you just mentioned this on Twitter. Uh, droid sex. That was that, <laughs> the, yeah, that was the pansexual AI sex deal with the like the, Lando was because the, the, yeah, they're sitting and she's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of feeling funny. You're gonna have to do that thing later, and I'm like, what? fucking thing later is he talking about no, the, i the, don't want to know the scene with the scene with kira is the one i'm talking about where she goes like how would that work and you get the l3 just kind of like turn around like it works like <laughs> just yeah, right. deadpan drop but she like she she flashes her and i don't even know how they did that with a droid face that doesn't really like emote but they right. like they, she still flashed her that like oh it's mm, a girl uh, it, it works like like word something that again one of those things that like you don't need that in this movie, but like I appreciate it that it was in there just for the sake of like, again, going back to star Wars is for everyone. Like it's a big universe. Right. Love who you want to love, I guess. But like, it's just, it's such a, a funny little moment between those two characters. And like, it, it shows that like Lando's just 
maybe kind of looking for love in all the wrong places. She said she doesn't have the same kind of feelings for, for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those weird things that like, I, I watched this movie and I was just like, man, the, they didn't have to put that in there, but I appreciate that they did. Cause it's just, right. it's uh, it's one of those things that like, you don't ever, I never really thought about it till this movie. And then just, I love, I love again, how do you make a droid give a mm, girl? It works. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you, how did they make a droid make that face without having a face is great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's, let's move on from that one. Um, I, yeah, I, I did, I, again, love, love Alden's and, and Lando's, uh, it's just both great characters. Uh, and I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip forward for a second and talk about the actors. Mm-hmm. Would you guys like to see these actors continue on with different stories, fill in some of those gaps? Like we said, we had a 25 year gap in between return of the Jedi and the force awakens. A lot of stuff happened. They've been filling a little bit in on the comics. Not everyone reads the comics. Well, and and these actors and and now obviously, you know, Mandalorian and that's, that's one along with, you know, the biggest comic to, to screen one that I'd love to see is, is, you know, Dr. Aphra, because that's a huge favorite character of my wife and I's, but it's, it's a comic, it's an original comics character. So I Mm. absolutely hands down, would see would like to see any of these actors in these roles um but yeah. you know as far as imagining them like post re, post return of the jedi you could yeah you could tweak a little bit here and there um you know they they did obviously mark hamill dh down as luke for the season finale of mandalorian season two there are a lot of people kind of in the zeitgeist that said well sebastian stan would be a great move forward with that character and i really wish they would have done it because i love him and he's got a mark hamill vibe going on so yeah if they could even if they could do that plus alden plus millie bobby brown as as princess leia holy crap i I was thinking billy lord Uh, oh yeah oh yeah as as her mom yeah exactly Um, um, but, but yeah, uh, I could. I could right, right. We uh, like the, the the body double for for Mark Hamill in Mandalorian. Uh, Mark right. Mark Hamill himself said like 100. percent He's good enough to just take I, the role. I I saw and, I saw that on it, Twitter so. today too. Yeah, but um, yeah, I could I could easily see that. I mean, again, you're taking these characters where they are, and you'd be plussing up their ages, this and that. But um, but even just to you know chronicle, even just to do you know one of these, you know the Disney Plus you know, six, seven episode miniseries is the way to tell stories with any of these right now. I mean, they, they've done a whole thing in the comics right now where Kira is back in that, right. in that space in between Empire and Return of the Jedi. And, and they've really drawn out this war of the bounty hunters thing where they've really overcomplicated the whole Han and Carbonite block and Boba Fett thing. So I've stayed away from it because it kind of smells bad because um, right. the comics are so granular. Um, but these really wouldn't have to be because again, if we're, you know, 10 years before a new hope that gives you 10 years of Han stories to tell, like, uh, Han's doing this and he bumps into Lando again, and then they get involved in a scheme and it blows up and right. blah, blah, blah. So yeah, those are stories that could be told in like a six episode TV arc. So it wouldn't yeah. have to be. And it some, could be, it could be yeah. before new hope. It could be after return of the Jedi. I mean, there's a ton right. of space there to, to really right. explore. Like, before New Hope, Luke's probably not the most interesting character because he's kind of stuck on Tatooine. But like, right. I'd love to follow something with Leia, like right. her growing up. Millie Bobby Brown's a great uh, one for there. Uh, mm. Scarlett, what do you think with uh, with these characters? So, Would you like to see them continue or do you just want to move on? No, so I want them, like if they ever need um, a Han Solo or Lando Calrissian in any of the like TV shows that they're doing, hundred percent bring these actors back hundred percent they need to be these actors like they need to be these characters um it'd be interesting to see some kind of weird shenanigan adventure that like the three dudes go on like after they all meet so after luke and han and lando get to know each other a bit like see some dorky little i don't know like one hour special of them doing something right. we know that luke <laughs> and uh, and lando went hunting uh ochi of bastoon like we, right, we know right. 
that kind of stuff happened, right? So like we right. know they had adventures. It's yeah. it's there. They're so, they're so, more so. than just colleagues. They are friends. Right. And so they could plug yeah, and they could plug in like, yeah, the the Luke and Lando show, uh, you know, six months after, four or five months, you know, a couple of years after Return of the Jedi, where they don't look ridiculous. Uh or even, you know, this is something that can happen on down the road when, you know, Donald Glover gets a chance to age a little bit and he looks older. Go for it. Yeah. You know, so okay. yeah, I I, I think I think that that kind of stuff exists in the future without a doubt. So, um, uh, again, coming from uh, from Discord before we we start wrapping up, uh, AJ Paz wrote, uh, "I hope they get another chance on Disney Plus, specifically Disney Plus. I'm thinking mm-hmm. they could do movies, but but uh, Disney Plus here to rep- reprise their roles, uh, maybe with Sebastian Stan as Luke, yes, uh, just someone new new mm-hmm. as Princess Leia. Maybe get a character reunion. We should have gotten." in the sequel trilogy that we never got with the original cast. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see those characters all together again. Uh, Cause we never, we never did get that full cast reunion. We got a couple meeting here and there and a projection right. meeting a little, you know, but we, we never got like the bands back together. And, and uh, you know, sometimes life is like that, which I think is right. a lesson that True. people need to remember uh, for watching the sequels because that's just life. Sometimes you never get to meet up with those people again. They're, they're in your life for a bit and, and shit doesn't work out. Um, I hear you. But yeah, I, I think there's a lot of stuff here that could be explored with, uh, with, with these new younger generation of actors. So uh, whether they do age up a little bit or we just like pick up and say, yeah, whatever, who cares? They're whatever age they are. It's Star Wars. That's fantastical. Right. Let's, let's go. Um so let's 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 wrap up. Is there anything you guys would change about this movie to make it suit you better? You know, it's it, it's tough to even really come right out and say that. Oh, you know, to Monday morning quarterback, a, you know, a, a now almost four year old film. Um, they they kind of did what they did. In some ways, it was pretty irrelevant because it was all about box checking. But in but in another ways, they took what they did. And delivered, as we've all said here, some really solid, exciting performances that we really enjoyed. Some characters that had great chemistry, created some memorable moments, and some great things that could show itself again. So they, I don't know what they set out to do. I know what they weren't successful doing, but I know really what they did do that I thought was pretty great. So... Um, hmm. I don't know that they really could have changed much. It would have been great to have this project not so mired in controversy because it was it was Miller and Lloyd who you know mm-hmm. you know ran the wrath of Kathleen Kennedy and she fired them and she gut and slashed their movie and they brought in Ron Howard which you know to Todd's point uh, doing the fantastical is potentially maybe not his jam um, and so perhaps that went wrong but again I still enjoyed this movie so. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll stick with my original caveat is that uh, to answer your question, I don't know. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, how are you thinking? What, what would you change anything? Are you kind of I would change nothing. I honestly believe that it was a solid story. I think it had a great cast. I enjoyed the music. Um, in a sense, it was totally a filler episode, but it's one that I will watch again and again because I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think for for me, I'm I'm kind of mirroring what you guys said. Like, I the main thing I'd change is the controversy behind the scenes. Like, I wish I didn't know that. Right. I wish I just went to see this. I know nothing about the controversy, know. so I guess I'm lucky. <laughs> okay, so so go. Lloyd and Miller originally, so they did what like the the Lego Movie and some other like right. fun yeah, yeah. movie things. Fun basically, stuff, yeah. right? But they basically wanted this to be like all improv kind of uh, stuff like they wanted to go really goofy with it and right. i guess like the disney higher-ups kathleen kennedy they saw that and they were like what is this it's like all yeah, shtick right. comedy uh yeah. from what it sounded like from from anything i've read and i'd love to see some of that original footage but i, I highly doubt <laughs> totally. we ever will but it's it's it's, um, been, it's been burned yes exactly yeah yeah i i would love to just know like how much they leaned into it like is this like whose line is it anyway in space or like <laughs> oh, have those stories been a little exaggerated? Like oh, I know I, anyway. Um, 
I thought I thought they did, the, but I, I wish it wasn't so murder and controversy. Uh, I hear you. So yeah. quickly, ratings. Uh, I think we kind of already. Charlie, you got yours already. Scarlet, where? What's what's the like a number rating? Do you give this a number rating? Everything sits at about a seven or an eight for me. So this one's an eight. Okay. <laughs> All right, perfect. And Charlie, you're, you're sticking with this. What what the hell did you say? Seven point seven three. Eight point seven three. 8.73 there we go okay, there we perfect. go i love it it I'm, did a uh, thing that it wasn't the thing it was supposed to do but nevertheless it was a thing okay no i'm perfect. you know i'm right i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh with with five out of six chicken nuggets um, Most but it has some really good sauce in uh in oh. the bag they gave you they gave you two different kinds of sauces and you're like yeah I like that sauce. Heck yeah. So that's where I'm sticking. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Scarlett. Thank you for joining us with this. Uh, can sure. you tell people where uh, where to find you? Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter, Scarlett underscore stream, because Twitter is dumb and won't give me a, an inactive handle. <laughs> and you oh, Twitter. On, Don't you hate that? Yeah, you can also find me on YouTube, uh, Scarlett Stream. Um and then just follow my link tree in either of those places to find the plethora of other things that I do. Hey, yeah, you run, you run some great shops. I, if you're not going to plug it, I will. You do some incredible stuff, some, some handcrafted stuff, some like really cool geek and gamer merch. You're holding up a hoodie right now for anyone that's not watching the video, uh, which you definitely should go over and subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, help us hit a hundred subs. But uh, yeah, some great stuff. Go, go follow that link tree because you have some, <laughs> some great stuff. You, you're doing some giveaways too. So yes. uh, um, uh, make yes. sure people go enter those. Do that. Uh, check out my Twitter. Um, I, I quote tweet it like every day. Uh, it's a gamer swag yeah. giveaway. You get a hoodie, a sweet mug, a couple of other things. All that good stuff. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And uh, yeah, that's it. So Charlie, you want to plug us away? Plug, plug, plug. You got it. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, find us over on Twitter, obviously at Secret Friends U. You can find me over on Twitter um, at the at the C three. Spell it out. I also am primarily responsible for the social media uh, over on Facebook uh, for Secret Friends. I post most of the content to try to keep the mm -hmm. uh, conversation rolling. I also run a Star Trek uh, fan club chapter in Michigan, the USS Brand Petoskey, which can be found all across socials. Uh, talking about Star Trek. Uh, in addition to doing a Star Trek show right here on this lovely network. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. So thank you, Scarlett, for joining up. I'm going to tell everyone, as always, uh, that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit SecretFriendsUnite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.